Welcome to iPad Pros, the show all about using your iPad to be productive and get work done. I'm Tim Chen, host of the show. This episode of iPad Pros is sponsored by OmniFocus. Learn more at OmniFocus.com. We want to build the most powerful, easy-to-use tools ever for creating things on the internet. And the thing that inspires us and keeps us so energized is seeing what people produce. It is amazing. And every day I get to see just wild creativity and imagination and insight and ingenuity. And it's extremely motivating. Welcome back to iPad Pros. As you heard at the top of this episode, I'm pleased to welcome back OmniFocus as a sponsor. OmniFocus is my favorite task manager and absolutely love their other apps for iPad. You'll hear more about OmniFocus a little later in this episode. On this episode is an interview I did with Joe Cohen about the iOS-only website creation tool, Universe, which is now at version 3. Joe is the founder and CEO of Universe. The app has come a long way since its launch and continues to see massive improvements week to week. As you'll hear in this episode, version 3 is a major leap forward, and since conducting the interview, they have shipped several notable updates and are constantly improving the app. The app-based approach to Universe makes the iPad one of the best places to use Universe and is really only one of a few touch-first website creation tools out there and love the updates they are pushing out to really make this a platform worth considering. You can find out more at onuniverse.com. Without further ado, here's my interview with Joe from Universe. Welcome to the podcast, Joseph. It's good to be here. Can you first introduce yourself and what Universe is? Yeah, totally. My name is Joe. I'm the founder of a small company called Universe. Big name, small team. But we make an app that lets anybody create a website from their phone or their iPad. Really, our product represents a new way of building the web. It's a new interface for doing so that combines the sort of visual and tactile flexibility of iOS devices with the open-endedness of what's possible on the web. Whereas some other web editing tools are more template-based and rigid, our product is emergent. It's open-ended. You can make whatever you want with it. But the interface for doing that isn't code, which is very much a keyboard and mouse interface, but rather it's touch-based. You're drawing blocks, moving them around, and designing your layout with your fingers. Awesome. And where did this name come from, Universe? So I'll give you a little bit of history. I first started thinking about creative tools on mobile devices over five years ago, and it occurred to me that for the first time with iPhones and iPads, computing was going to become ubiquitous and mainstream. We had personal computers, but for most people, besides us geeks, computers were used for work. They were used as dedicated machines to do your job or to do your schoolwork. And what I saw happening with iOS was that computing was becoming mainstream in the way that television had. And the internet was becoming mainstream in the way that television had. While nearly everybody on the planet was joining the internet, using the internet, consuming the internet, a tiny, 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 tiny slice of those people were actually creating the internet. And it occurred to me that this was primarily a tooling problem and primarily a design problem, that the tools for creating the internet had not been designed for these new internet devices, and that the limiting factor was no longer the hardware technology of these devices, because there were plenty powerful computers, mm-hmm. but rather what we could design with the software. 
And so I became fascinated with this concept and I immersed myself in the history of creative tools on computers and the, the different paradigms that existed. And what I got really excited about was this sort of twofold idea of both a new kind of creative tool and a new environment in which those creations could live. Because what we had seen up until that point was social networks, things that coupled primitive creation tools like photo sharing with a simplistic network structure where you can follow people. But that combination, for example, in the case of photo sharing, yielded Instagram, which changed the world. Similar things happened with Twitter and Facebook and SoundCloud and YouTube. So I realized that this combination of new authoring tool plus interesting network was really profound because you'd be able to design the context in which the creations could thrive and people can discover and explore them. And so I became really interested in that idea coupled with a much more powerful creative tool. And thinking about how to do that, I've always thought of the internet as a sort of new world, a, a parallel universe, so to speak. And within that parallel universe there are, or metaverse, there are planets, there are environments, there are places. And we're still in the phase of the internet, in my belief, where we're staking out those environments, those ecosystems. I wanted to do something epic and I wanted to create an epic place on the internet. And the biggest word I could possibly think of was universe. And so that's sort of sort of it. We're also total space geeks. We looked at a lot of the tools in the space, things like Weebly and Wix and Squarespace. And they're all very technical, techie names. And I wanted to build a company and a brand that was much more like a place, much more like an idea, much more of a feeling than functional technical name. Gotcha. Yeah. And the whole universe idea, uh, there's also the community aspect of you're able to browse other universe sites. And that's pretty prominent in the interface, this explore area. I actually came across, because there is search mechanisms to this as well, someone creating music with an iPad through uh, their universe site. They're sharing their creations there and thought, you know, this is a really cool kind of community that is also being built within this website creation tool. Yeah, that's very much like the the secondary track of what we're doing, which is, you know, it's not just this tool to make, but it's a new environment where you can explore. What we found with that is the reason why this is important is is twofold. One, it inspires when you are building your own site and you can go see what other people have done. It gives you ideas. That's how we learn. That's how we make progress. That's how we push our ideas forward. And so just having that exposure to what other people are doing raises everyone else's game. In fact, we saw that when we added that explore side of the app, the quality of sites overall leapfrog. And that, that makes sense intuitively, right? As ideas are being put out into the world. And that knowledge then sort of compounds on itself and people figure out how to do it better and better. And they're pushing each other, basically. The people who use Universe have something to say, whether they're musicians or small business owners, and they want to grow. They want to grow just like we want to grow. They want more people to know about what they're doing. They want more people to check out their work, buy their products, etc. And so if we can help them get that exposure... That's amazing. So over time, we'll keep exploring and expanding that side of the product. The core tool is the crux of it right now for us. And that's really where most of our focus is. But we found that 
having that other dimension where you can really see what others are doing adds a whole other sort of aspect to the experience. Yeah. And the decision to go app only, in what ways does that allow you to create a platform that is, I guess, more powerful in the app end versus I know some tools that are both app and website kind of have a handicapped app as a result of needing support the web stuff at the same time. Yeah, there's a couple things coupled in here. So there's mobile and desktop, and then there's web versus native. We are mobile and native. Most other website builders are desktop and web. Now, when you go native, you're able to do things that are far richer, right? Because we're dealing with lower level frameworks, we're writing for the Apple platforms. And so we can deliver a much richer, more satisfying, interactive experience than what you can do in a web browser, just because of the technology. So the universe experience is drag and drop. It's fluid. It feels like you're playing an instrument. The design of the tool is to get you into a creative flow. Like when I thought about designing our system, which is based on a grid, that was really the underlying focus. It was how do we get you into a state of creative flow where you're not thinking about the tool you're just making. And you know, unlike most other website builders and other development tools, with Universe, you don't come in knowing what you want to build. You figure out what you're making as you make it. There's no like bifurcated design and then development process. You're, you're doing both at the same time, which is a unique thing. Native affords that. And then mobile specifically, and mobile in this case really means iOS, touch-based interfaces, allows us to not only make things that are very rich and performant, but are tactile, using your fingers, you're manipulating things very naturally. And, and that's really important to us. And you know, the mobile devices, both iPhones and iPads, are the computers of the future. And so it's natural that that's where we'd be to do it. It means that you can build your site wherever you are, whether you're on you know, tour or you're in your shop or you're getting a coffee. And, and that's really the, the, the spirit of it. But most of these other products that do have mobile apps, they started as desktop web apps. And so their mobile apps have to be basically clients for those desktop experiences. And as a result, they're derivatives of that. They're, 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 they're sort of children of that experience. And they're always going to be in, inferior to an experience that was designed from the ground up for a native mobile environment. It, it, it's just an apples to orange comparison. Yeah, exactly. So walk me through kind of the onboarding process for a new universe user. What are they greeted with to start creating their site? So we ask you how you want to build your site. Do you want to start with a template? We have some beautiful templates laid out for different types of creators. We allow you to start by just pulling in your Instagram account. It's another track. So you just put in your Instagram username and we generate a site based on that. Or you can start from scratch. You open the app for the first time and what you're doing is building your homepage immediately. There's no account that you need to create. There's no sign up flow. You're immediately building your homepage. We throw you right in and we guide you through that initial process. So we ask you a few questions about you and the kind of site that you're building. And as we ask you those questions, we're building out your site and designing it with you. At the end of that process, which takes less than a minute, your site's on the internet. You got a domain, the whole thing is ready to go. And then we say, okay, now that you're done, go in and edit your site. 
So there's a big edit button. And when you do that, we show you how our grid system works, which is what your site is built on. And we show you a few of the gestures that you can use to manipulate your, your site. And then from that point, you can go in and add new pages to your site. You can customize it further. You can change the navigation. You can go explore what other people have done. So that's sort of the experience. We have a pretty guided welcome experience where we help you get to the finish line of publishing your homepage as fast as possible, getting your domain, et cetera. Then you can go in and edit it, and then you can go and beef it up, add new content, et cetera. Gotcha. And we're now at version three of Universe. What kind of happened in the 1.0s and the the 2 point updates that kind of brought us to where we are today? So a couple things there. First, we're unusual as an iOS shop in that we ship very frequently, and we are adding new features on a weekly basis. We make our product better every week, and we're in touch with our creators on a daily and weekly basis. We have a, a giant Discord channel where a lot of our most ardent creators are in conversation with us. And so you know, we're not shipping every six months. We, we ship on a weekly basis and we're learning and we're evolving and we're iterating rapidly. The version numbers for us represent some big leaps. The Universe 1.0 was a very simplistic website builder. In fact, it was for building landing pages. So you could build a single page landing page that had text, photos, and links on it. That was it. And you couldn't, you couldn't even scroll these pages. So they were a fixed grid of three by five squares. You could have very basic elements, but you could have a site on the internet with your own domain very quickly. So that was 1.0. And we iterated, we added new blog types. We allowed you to do all kinds of different things. We allowed you to start adding rudimentary other pages. We evolved from there. Universe 2 was about saying, okay, Universe is graduating from being iPhone-focused exclusively to adding iPad. And so with two, we added iPad support, and we've been iterating since then. But yes, like you just said, we just announced Universe 3, and Universe 3 is a really big deal for us because with Universe 3, we shifted the architecture of the product, both under the hood and with user experience, to be about sites that have multiple pages. Like I said, with with the first version, it was really designed for single page sites. Now we added support in a sort of hacky way for adding multiple pages, but the system under the hood and in the UI was never really designed to accommodate sites with lots of pages. And what we heard loud and clear from our creators was what, that's exactly what they wanted to do. They wanted to add more and more to their sites, more and more pages to their sites. And so Universe 3 is all about that. And it really gives us a new foundation that we can start iterating on and and we've already done that. So for example, we shipped Universe 3 two weeks ago. And since then, we've already released several updates, one of which allows you to reorder your pages, which was our most requested feature. It sounds like a very basic thing. It was actually impossible to do before this upgrade because of the way that our system was built under the hood. You know, this update really sort of unlocked a lot of that. And you're going to see next week and in the coming weeks a lot more in that regard. We have a pretty unique vision for what a website could be. You know, a website is a very versatile artifact. You know, Facebook.com is a website, as is, you know, an old school HTML site, as is a WordPress site. And we think that in this new era of of mobile and this new wave of, of the internet, there are opportunities to reconceive what a site could be 
And one of the ways that we do that right now is on Universe, you can actually build collections of pages. You know, let's say your site has you know, a few pages like a home page, an about page, a contact page. Let's say you want to add a portfolio page. But within your portfolio page, you don't want that to just be a single page. You want it to be almost like a gallery where you can show all of your work. Well, on Universe, you can actually bundle any number of pages within your portfolio page. And then the way that you browse that is by just swiping with your finger on that page. And, and, and so you're swiping through like a magazine. And each of those pages is a full grid. And you can do anything you want with it. So we're building a structure that has sort of these nested pages. And one way of thinking about it is that each page is almost like a post and can be used in a very versatile way. Like in a traditional you know, blogging system, you have your blog and then you have your posts. And you don't really have much flexibility in the design of the blog or in the design of the posts. But with Universe, we've designed a system that allows you to build a blog as well as build a store, as well as just build your standard portfolio site, all using the same sets of building blocks. There's the grid system. Within the grid, there are blocks. And then you can compose those grids in different ways. You can nest them and through that build really an infinite number of things. We're scratching the surface of what's possible there. But over the coming weeks, you'll see different variations on that idea. It's a little bit of an abstract concept, but in practice, I think it will it'll come together. Yeah. And are there any features that are kind of imminent that you're able to talk about with this new foundation set? We don't really talk about future stuff. I'll say that it will be in the domain of a few areas. One is, like I just said, pages everywhere and allowing you to build out more customized and sophisticated universes, so to speak. The other is we, we sort of have a twin focus in making the product better. We want to allow you to make things more powerful. We want to make it easier for you, for you to do those things. So it's about power and ease. And so we'll be focused for the rest of the summer, at least on both of those things, both power, expanding what's possible, and making it easier to do those things. You'll see more on the latter later this summer. Okay, awesome. And you mentioned a store being able to buy things from a universe site. Is that optimized for physical goods or digital goods? Or can you do either? Or how does that work? So right now, our commerce functionality works with an integration with Shopify or with an integration with PayPal or Square Cash. If you're selling a physical product, the best way to do that is to set up a Shopify account and use their most basic plan to basically store your inventory. And then you sign in on Universe to your Shopify account. We pull in your inventory and then you can build your storefront however you want. And it's just beautiful. It's seamless. It, it works exactly as you'd like it to work, but you have a lot more control over the design because you're doing it with Universe. If you want to do something with digital goods, probably easier to use something like PayPal or Square to fulfill that. But this is an area we'll be spending more time later this year on. It's just how do we help our creators and businesses monetize? But right now, you can build a kick-ass website and storefront with the Shopify and PayPal and Cash integration. Awesome. And let's dive kind of more into blocks. Each website, as you mentioned, has a grid system, which is really flexible. And you insert blocks into that grid to kind of build your site. 
What are some of your favorite blocks that you've created with the universe? We have about 15 blocks. We have some blocks that are about media, about embedding media. We have a YouTube block, we have a SoundCloud block, we have a Giphy block, we have a Vimeo block. So you can pull in stuff from all those areas. I'll talk about two blocks that are pretty new and pretty radical. We have a block that's called a photo gallery block, and it allows you to add pictures from your camera roll. We have like a mass importer. And then we allow you to choose between, I think, six or so styles of how that gallery shows up. And it's just, it's so easy and it's so cool how, like, simply you can get up a gallery, whether that's for a portfolio or just, you know, I recently went on a trip with my brother and we, we took a bunch of pictures and I posted them to my site. And it's how it should work. I'm really proud of that. And then another one that's also how it should work is a video blog. So right now, if you want to post video to the internet, the conventional wisdom on the way you do that is you upload it to YouTube. But there's some problems with there. It's actually pretty hard to do. It takes time. You have to set up a bunch of settings, a YouTube account, and then it gets put on YouTube where there's a bunch of ads being shown. They recommend a video app. You see it. There's a big YouTube logo. If you're a musician, you have a music video. Like That kind of sucks, and it's slow. Yeah. And so we built out native video support so you can upload a full-length video to your site they don't charge for it and there's no ads it's just so easy they both work how they should work and so because of that they're almost not remarkable but no the video thing is huge i've run across that in the past with websites i've built and just the bandwidth that you have to be able to have for a video to play on your site that's not from youtube not every platform can really do that that well so it's that's good that that's there we built a whole system for dealing with that we're streaming those videos on demand there's a bunch of back-end work that makes it possible so our whole mo is that we make these complicated things really simple the user never has to think about it and it works the way that it should work yeah the thing i'd say about blocks not only does each of them afford a lot of power but the power is that you combine them if you're like a fashion designer you could use the gallery block to show off the line where you have like your, your different outfits, but then you could have a video right under it that shows you know the runway of that garment, for example. And then you can have really cool typography sitting next to it. So it's the combination of these things. Every time we add a new block, it's not just the possibilities of that block, but it's the possibilities of that block coupled with the possibilities of all the other blocks. So it sort of expands exponentially with every additional one. Yeah. And something I noticed that you have a block for as well is a very open HTML block. Correct. Like I, I've used WordPress.com in the past and they have very strict limitations as to what you can actually throw in as just HTML. For example, like an audio um, player I'm not able to put in there. It has to be you know, from YouTube or some of the big sites. Are there any limitations with what you're able to put into your HTML block within Universe? It's pretty lax. We are running that within you know, the Safari sandbox on iOS. Mm-hmm. So if Apple doesn't let you run it, it's web code. So yeah. like you can't do anything that, that would violate the Apple web sandbox. But it's, it's sort of like a little iframe. And you, and you, could, you can do anything. In it. You can run web hosts in JavaScript. You can do whatever you want, really, in it. Okay. And then I it would probably be on the end user to make sure that code is responsive. There's nothing that Universe does to try to ensure uh, whatever you put in there is responsive so it scales up or down to... Yeah, no, that, that's on you. And we, yeah. we do have a tool on our GitHub that allows you to test... This is definitely like a pro feature, but we actually built a little tool that allows you to 
see how your code will respond to the different dimensions on the grid. So for example, if it's a three by one block, mm-hmm. you can test to see how it'll react to that size with this tool. Very cool. Yeah, very handy. And then there is a subscribe block. It kind of leads me to believe, is this also an alternative to MailChimp and things like that? Sure is. So yeah, we every site for free gets a mailing list. And you can collect email addresses if you want. You could have any update to your site, fire off a email to your subscribers. You could also, if you're a pro member, send a arbitrary message to them with whatever you want, anytime you want to hit them. But again, this works seamlessly. So you can put a subscribe lock on your site, style it however you want, make it any size. You can even have 20 subscribe blocks on one site. You can add them to every page. And then we have one centralized list that pulls in all the emails from people who sign up and it just works. You don't have to export a CSV. It's just there. And what's the interface like for if you're going to send an arbitrary email as a pro user, uh, what's the the interface for that like to build out your emails and, and do that? So actually right now what we support is we actually just pull up a native mail uh, composer okay. through yeah. iOS. So we just load up all your subscribers into an email and then you can send them a text-based email or paste anything you want in there. But over time, we'll expand on that a little bit. Okay. Very cool. And for the mapping service, what did you end up going with for that block? We use Mapbox to power it. And the reason that we use Mapbox is because you can actually choose from five, ten or so styles. They're really cool. So we have some straightforward maps, but we have some, like we have a Dayglow map. We have one that looks like a sort of military style map, almost like a treasure hunt. And we have one that's more like stealth and neon so you can have fun with it. Like a lot of times, if you add a map to your site, it sort of clashes with the aesthetic that you're trying to create. And so we wanted to have a set of themed maps. And Mapbox allows you to do that. It's also cross-platform. So we're rendering them on iOS, but we're also obviously rendering them on the web. And Mapbox supports that really well. Nice. And anything else about Blocks you want to share before we move on? The cool thing about Blocks is that all you need to know to use the system is that there are Blocks. Blocks can be manipulated by dragging and dropping, pinching to resize, etc. And you can combine them in an infinite number of ways. They will look great always. It's a Lego-like system. Over time, we will add more blocks. And you can imagine a world where the block platform allows even more flexibility. And the code block is a little bit of a taste of that. But you know, we think of the block paradigm as almost like it's the equivalent of like an original iPhone, like only first party apps. Mm-hmm. We're sort of in that phase with blocks. And each block is almost like a little mini creative app or tool. Yeah. And we have a 15 or so now, but you could imagine a world where there are thousands. That, that'll take some time, but that's the vision. There's no reason why you wouldn't have a block for taking a reservation at your barbershop or doing more sophisticated things like having an IDE on your site or you know having chat forum or there's just a million things that you can do with them. Anything that you'd want to do on the internet, right? there should be a block for. This episode of iPad Pros is sponsored by OmniFocus. In this quick break, I want to share one of my favorite features in OmniFocus. It's forecast view. It tells you what you need to do next. In case you don't know about OmniFocus, it's a great app for managing everything you have to do at work and in your life. 
It's great on iPad and it's also great on iPhone Macintosh in the web. Here are the basics of how it works. You add actions, the things you need to do, and organize them into projects. You can add tags for another level of organization, and you can add due dates into fur dates. Then you can go to the forecast view, one of my favorite features in OmniFocus, and see everything planned for today. You can also see what's past due, and you can see what's coming up for tomorrow, the next day, and so on. Since you can see what's coming up, you can plan better. Too many things scheduled for today or not enough. Make some changes quickly and easily to optimize your time. And since the forecast view also includes what's on your calendar, you can make sure you're not overbooked. Once you've finished planning and you're doing things, you can use the forecast view as your to-do list. This takes some of your stress away. Just do the next thing and the next and so on. The forecast view is one of many places where OmniFocus really shines. You add your to-do items to the app, and then the app remembers everything and arranges it all for you, while still letting you easily adjust things when necessary. It's the streamlined way to work. To learn more, go to OmniFocus.com and download your 14-day free trial. Thanks again to OmniFocus for sponsoring this episode of iPad Pros. Learn more at OmniFocus.com. Now, with... Uh, version three of Universe, you mentioned it allows the site to be built out to more tabs and pages. What kind of limitations are there now for, can you have unlimited tabs and sub pages or are there some limits there? So there are no limits in terms of the number of pages. You can have as many as you want. So on my site, I have probably 200 pages. Most of those are, my site's joe.onuniverse.com. And I use it as sort of like a visual journal of my life. So you go to my homepage and you can just swipe. And I add a new page every couple of days. I use those pages almost like blog posts, but they're more visual and you're swiping through them. I think we're going to have sites that have thousands of pages. Before Universe 3, you you couldn't add pages in this way. And so now, because of the sub-pages, you can have five top-level tabs on your site that within each of them, they have 500 pages. Uh, what's really cool is that on the web, these are all really performant. So you open the site, you swipe, the next page is there. You don't have to wait for it to load. And you swipe to the next page, it's there. And then you can keep doing that. And now we're intelligently loading and unloading pages before and after the one you're on. Always the next one will be immediately available. And always the previous one will be immediately available. But as you keep advancing, we're unloading some of the ones that you've seen from your history so that we don't bog down your phone's memory, not taxing the hardware too much. And when you create a new page, you're given the option of either blank page or a template. Do the templates provide anything you can't build out with blocks or is it just a quicker way to get to that endpoint? You can build any template from scratch. And that's one of the defining characteristics of our system versus Squarespace or Wix, for example. Those are both template-based systems and you can't break the template. They're rigid. With Universe, we actually design the templates in the grid editor. That, that's how we make them. There's no special functionality there. And that's very much the spirit of it. Now, it makes it harder to design the tool because we don't get to cheat. Like We have to use the system to do it. With something like templates, you want to make it easy to make something that looks great. But we're using tools that allow for infinite customizability. So you're negotiating 
that balance of providing that sort of constraint of a template, but each block within that template is manipulable in any which way you want, which is the real power of our system. Like it allows you to start with something to get you going. We have themes, we have templates, so you can make something that looks great, but then you can go in and make it your own. So no one really uses Universe and just uses the templates and themes. They're really going in and and making it their own, but they're using those templates as a starting point. Yeah. Now, there's themes to Universe Sites. What elements are affected by that when you change themes? Yeah, we do a few things with themes. So we change the color scheme, both the color of the text, the color of the background, the color of the buttons that you add to your site, whether it's to link out to other places. We also change the image styles. So, for example, if you have you have five images on your site and you use uh, one of our sort of monochromatic themes, we'll, we'll make those images you know stark, high contrast, black and white images. We'll make the text look super sharp. We can control different type styles and fonts, for example, at different sizes. So, if you have your headline font, that's going to be different from your body type. And what's cool there is like. Let's say you're using a given theme and you create a new text block, it will preserve the style of that theme. And you can switch between different themes on your site. So you can choose one and then later change your mind. You can even have different themes based on different pages. So your site overall has a general theme, but you can go in and customize the theme at the page level as well. Oh, very cool. That's, yeah, especially handy. Now, have you considered in the future kind of building on the community to have the community help build themes and you mentioned potentially blocks and even like templates in the future. Is that something you're looking into? Absolutely. It will all happen in time. Just a matter of sequence. You know, we're a seven person team, so we're super small. We have unlimited ambition. We want to allow you to build anything and we want to empower people. We want to empower our users we also want to empower people who want to take it to the next level and contribute to the platform itself. And we will do that. It's just a matter of time. Yeah. And for analytics, what data does Universe provide? And like, is there a way to integrate with Google Analytics or other analytic providers? Our pro subscription comes with an analytics tool, which lets you see the number of views you get on a daily basis. You could, I believe, embed a Google, like Google Analytics on your site. We'll expand our analytics offering over time such that most people will never want to use Google Analytics. Yeah. It's not a great mobile experience. It's not a great experience. It's not, no. (laughs) It now only works thanks to the iPad OS browser being decent. Right, exactly. Yeah. Speaking of the iPad, let's dive a little bit into iPad-related features. Keyboard shortcuts, is that something? I know it's designed first for touch, but is that something you guys have looked into adding in the future? Yeah, let me say a, few, a, a high-level thing about iPad. We're really interested in iPad, and we will be investing a lot more into it over time. Our current app in, in Universe 3 was a big leap on iPad just in terms of the interface. It's a multi-column layout or utilizing the space better. But I think the best is yet to come on iPad. For example, with keyboard shortcuts, we don't yet support that, but that's something that'll happen. And you know, drag and drop, all, all this stuff. We're very interested in it, but up until now, we've been maintaining parity with mobile. We just started taking advantage of the larger screen space. But in the future, especially with iPad OS, we're going to be taking advantage of all that the platform can do. Excellent. Yeah, something I was thinking about, just kind of spitballing ideas of, 
you know, a real pro user of Universe would have their iPad as their editing screen. And then you could hook up to an external display for a live preview of your website as it's fully rendered. That'd be kind of a, a cool thing in the future to kind of explore. Yeah, that's a cool idea. I mean, you could even imagine with split screen on the iPad, having one panel being the editor and one being a view because the system is designed for small screens. And that would allow you to see an iPhone size view of your site as well as the iPad view as you're kind of editing in the iPad view. And then Apple Pencil is another kind of thing that I'm not sure is being utilized as well because that can be recognized as a separate input and maybe mapping out your grid in certain ways with the pencil would be kind of interesting. Definitely. Not something we've done yet, but very interesting to us, especially with Pencil Kit. Yeah, and widgets are another big thing with iPad OS. They're kind of front and center now. I'm not sure if, you know, having analytics there would be make sense or what kind of widget would make sense in the future for like an iPad uh, kind of idea for that. Yeah, we think analytics as a widget is interesting. Maybe quick access to creating pages. Nothing to share just yet. Yeah. And then what kind of SEO optimizations can you do to a universe site to make sure, say, your images are searchable in in a Google search? So we do a lot of the the stuff for you in terms of SEO. We spend a good amount of effort making our pages be represented well on Google. It's an area that we're going to be focused on more over time. You know, what we hear from our creators is like, look, we, we want to make a site, but at the end of the day, we want people to come to our site. And so the good news is that we're incentivized as a company to do that because, for example, our own site is built with the universe and we want more people to find universe. I'd say we do a good job. We're going to be doing a lot more in the months to come on that front. Okay, awesome. And then users can get started for free with universe, but there's also pro accounts. What's available to free users versus pro users? Yeah, so free users can make a site with as many pages that they want as they want and unlimited content. We handle everything. Pro users get a custom domain, whether that's one that you already own or one that we help you buy, and we do that through the app. We give you an email address with that domain. We give you analytics. We give you full mailing list support. You get to sell products on your site using Shopify or the payment block with PayPal and Square Cash. We have some stuff coming out next week that is pro only. It's really like if you're a business... If you want to have complete control over your brand, if you want to remove the universe branding from your site, if you want to remove those and have your brand sort of be the the main focus of your site, then that's what Universe Pro is about. It's $10 a month or $80 a year. And is that uh, per site cost or per account base? It's per site. Per site. Okay. Is there a mechanism in there to allow you to have multiple sites if you wanted to build out a couple sites with the universe? Absolutely. In fact, Universe 3 was really a leap forward in managing multiple sites. Just the way that the UI represents it, there's like a background layer and a foreground layer. And the background layer has like a grid of your sites and you tap one of your sites and it opens up like a a little dashboard for that site. It's really designed to to allow you to have multiple sites. A lot of our users have more than one site. That's awesome. Because something I know about Weebly is in order to have two uh, paid for sites on Weebly, you can only do one through their app, and then you have to actually go to their website in order to do a second because they haven't figured out the architecture to do multiple paid-for sites. On, it's not yeah. easy to do, by the way. <laughs> That's like, why I was know, curious. We, we yeah, had to that, do a lot yeah. of work on the subscription front because Apple subscriptions, we're big fans of, of Apple subscriptions. They're super easy to yeah. set up, but it's a rigid system for right. us as developers. Mm-hmm. We have designed a system that works within Apple's constraints 
to allow a user to basically build their own custom subscription. So like if you sign up, you have one site and then you, you want another site, we will, and they're both monthly, and then you decide you want a third site that's an annual subscription. We figure out how to map that to the back end of Apple's subscription system. But Apple's subscription system is not designed to allow you to sort of compose custom subscriptions, if that makes sense. Yeah, totally. And you mentioned uh, you get an email account with your subscription, and I'd imagine you're able to add that to your mail client just as a, a custom IMAP account. Is that right? Well, the way it works for now is that it's email forwarding. Most of us are using Gmail, and that's a pretty robust product. And so you know, we're really interested in messaging, and I think down the road we'll, we'll do more of our own tools in that regard. But for now, you get an email address, which is what people really care about. Is like, I want to have an email address that looks professional. And then you can send mail as it using uh, aliases through Gmail or whatever it is. Let's say you have Tim at Tim.com. People can email that. It gets forwarded to your personal Gmail account. And then you can go from there. Okay. Yeah. And then through the alias, you're able to send from that account. And then you're able to transfer domains. So you buy a domain and hover. You can use that within Universe as well. If you do end up doing the pro account and get the domain through Universe, is that domain paid just the one that's paid every year from Universe? Like you don't have a, a renewal cost for it, just your pro account covers that? Yeah. So we simplify the process. We just take care of the whole thing. It's just a, it's the fastest way to get a domain and it's all inclusive in the pro subscription there's no renewal cost and it's a com you're able to get or what kind of domain we offer i think about 30 tlds so everything from com to dot space to dot pictures to dot rocks it's pretty cool we have a beautiful it's actually what we released this week we have we updated our new domain search screen nice and then if a pro user decides to go back to a free account what happens to their site? Do, do the pro blocks, I guess, get uh, canceled out or how does that work? Yeah, when we try to do the right thing. So you lose access to those pro features, but we try to break as little as possible. That's good. Yeah. Something that I know with Squarespace is there's no way to really, well, first off, have a free account. And secondly, once you stop paying them, your site just disappears and there's no way to really back it up uh, to even return later as a paid user. Say you want to retire for the summer and come back and start paying again. No way to do that with some other platforms. So that's, that's really good. And um, anything we didn't cover that you'd like to before we wrap it up? The big thing I'd convey is that we're all about... Our operating model is what we call Kaizen, which means continuous improvement. We're constantly getting better. We're constantly evolving. We're constantly learning. Our users are in the same bucket. Right? They are growing. They are building new things. They're inventing. They're creating. They're growing their businesses. And they're tinkering and they're experimenting. And so we're sort of all in this together in a way. And I'd say like one of the cool parts of being on our system is you're part of that process. You're part of that evolution. You see the updates on a weekly basis. We have Instagram live streams where we talk about the design of each feature. You know, we're really sort of involved. There are people who started using Universe from day one, and it was a very limited product, but they realized that we work in this way. And so they signed up, and they knew that we would make it better and improve it and expand what's possible. And they've been rewarded for it because now you know they can they, they have an amazing site, and they can take advantage of all of those things. And so you know we look at it as a partnership with our customers. It's like... 
as you grow, we grow. As we grow, you grow. As we grow as a company, we'll be able to build better and better things. And at the end of the day, that's what drives us. We want to build the most powerful, easy to use tools ever for creating things on the internet. And the thing that inspires us and, and keeps us so energized is seeing what people produce. It is amazing. And every day I get to see just wild creativity and imagination and insight and ingenuity. And it's extremely motivating and it's extremely inspiring. I think a lot of the narratives, if you read, you know, the press, they're like a dark and gloomy about the internet. Like I get a totally other view on how this all works and it's just incredibly inspiring. I have a lot of faith in the future because I get to see what people are doing and there is a revolution happening of individuals building of individuals building all kinds of things, of them starting companies, of them starting movements, of new forms of expression and art. And this is a much more exciting future than we've ever had because it's super diverse and you have billions of, of participants. And I'm just excited to live in that future. Awesome. And where can people find more information about Universe? Yeah, well, our site on universe.com. We have tons of cool stuff there, including guides on how to use the product. We interview some of our creators and showcase their work. You can see a gallery of awesome sites that have been created. And then from there, you can go to our social media where we post more you know, uh, updates and live streams on our Instagram, for example. Uh, but our site is the place to go. We have a blog uh, on our site that you can read about all the most recent updates. And from there, just get the app. Search the app store for Universe and yeah, that's where we're at. Awesome. Thank you so much for your time today, Joe. I really appreciate it. Tim, it's a pleasure and thank you for having me. Thanks again to Joe for his time recording this episode and to the Omni Group for sponsoring this episode of iPad Pros. Visit omnifocus.com today to learn more. You can try it today from the App Store for free using their 14-day free trial. Just download the app to get started. You can send your feedback to me at ipadprospodcast.gmail.com. You can get additional content by supporting the Patreon at patreon.com slash ipadpros. If you haven't already, please head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review. Every review goes a long way in helping others discover the show. Thanks again for listening.